Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Ready, Set, Estate Sell. Today, we'll be discussing why do you need an estate sale company. We'll be covering such exciting topics as staging, pre-sorting, knowledge, pricing, advertising, running the sale, and a few other things. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Daryl. Glad you all could join us today. Hey, well, glad to be here. Great. Absolutely. Wonderful to see you all. Did you all have a wonderful Christmas? Yes, we, we certainly did. Of course, we've got a lot of family and we have four grandchildren. So there are two of them are seven years old. One is almost two. One is one today so it, and we had our our great nephew and niece and a lot of kids a lot of fun great you had a great you holiday did? then what about you oh man i just traveled seeing all the family i ate too much traveling to bristol and jonesboro then back to jonesboro i mean it's just been non-stop the whole time well, that's kind of what Christmas is all about, is getting together with your family. So, so guys, exactly. we got a very... I'm sorry, Tammy? Say, what about you, Dwayne? What about your Christmas? Oh, my, well, this, that's as good as it can be. You're just being with family and enjoying each other and having good food and entertaining and just having a great time. So, yes, it was a great Christmas. So, we have an exciting show today, guys. We're going to be talking about why do you need an estate sale company? So... We have Tammy, who is actually the host of Northeast Tennessee Estate Sales Treasures, and we have Daryl Hinkle, who is co-owner of East Tennessee Estate Liquidators, along with myself, who is the other co-owner of East Tennessee Estate Liquidators, and we're going to be covering a few topics here. A lot of people have asked and wanted to know, why do you really need an estate sale company? Why can't you just go out here and have your own garage sale, yard sale, blah, blah, blah? And just sell the stuff yourself. Well, you can do that. But you probably won't make as much money as if you hire an estate sale company. That's just the basics of it there. So there's so many things that an estate sale company can do for you that you can't do for yourself. And that's one of the main reasons why you need to have an estate sale company. So um, with that said, we're just going to jump in here and we're just going to go through some general ideals here. So the first topic here is pre-sorting. What do we want to talk about pre-sorting? What does that mean to everybody? Anybody have any ideas? Pre-sorting <laughs> is actually... Oh, I'm sorry, Tammy. Go ahead. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, was, I was just thinking when he said pre-sorting, I'm not... I, I would be thinking that you have to go into a home and pull out all all, all the items in there. You know, yeah. that's in the homes. That's kind of, kind of sort of, yes. Daryl? Yes, absolutely. You got to pull everything out, like Tammy said, and and then you got to get it all up. Just you got to decide what is sellable uh, and what is trash. A lot of times, if the family does it, they throw away things that they think is trash. But we know we could have sold it for good money. Uh, 
So it's real important to pull everything out and evaluate it and make a decision whether you need to throw it away or sell it or uh, put it in a donate donation box. Yeah. A lot of times we go in and um, and the person is a hoarder or they have just so much stuff that they're just so overwhelmed with. What are we going to do? You know, they, that's, they just sit there and say, I don't know where to start. What do I do? And we can come in and we can actually help you to decide, you know, what's trash, what's to be donated, and what can be sold. The first thing we tell people a lot of times is don't throw anything away until we look at it. Because a lot of times the family don't really know what is valuable and what isn't valuable, what will sell and what won't sell, and they'll wind up throwing away 90% of their sellable stuff and keep the stuff that's so big that it just sits there and they think, oh, I could have sold that, but it never gets sold. But that's a good thing is that pre-sorting helps you to organize and get the sale under control and be able to see what you can and cannot sell. So so once we get things pre-sorted, we go and we do something called staging. And staging is where anybody wanted to guess? Carol? Well, well staging is where you take everything that's sitting around, piled up everywhere, and you start out in one room or one small area. You make it look nice with your tables, your chairs, your lamps, your accessories on the wall. You make it look nice just like you're living in the house. And that way the customer sees it and they get an idea of what they could do with it in their home. That's exactly right. So, yeah. And Tammy, you've, you've seen this a lot of times. You, you go to sales and and you see some sales that just looks like, man, they just threw that in there. And then there's some sales like, wow, this really looks great. <laughs> Because you know they staged it. A lot of times, uh, a lot of times families, or not families, I should say, but people come in and they look at stuff and they know have no idea how it's going to look in their house. But if you can take a few minutes and present it and make it look, you know, you can take trash and make it look good, and somebody will buy it. But you can take something and not polish it, not clean it, and set it beside something, and I say, ooh, that don't look very good. So a few minutes of polishing, a few minutes of cleaning, yes. a few minutes of setting up and putting the lighting on in the right direction, and it will sparkle and catch their attention, and you'll take a $5 item and turn it into a $25 item real quick. So staging is very important. And one of the best compliments is when the families come through to look at it, and they see things, and they say, well, where was that at? We didn't even know Mom had that. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and that, that's, that's a good compliment because you know you did your job. Yeah. You found it and you got it staged properly and it stood out. Yeah. And what do you think, Cam? You act like you will say something here for a second. Yeah. Oh, well, I was, I was thinking about the, uh, the staging uh, part when I was helping uh, uh, Tom Williams at one of his estate sales. It was out in um, Indian Springs, and there was one piece, uh, like a real, real pretty platter, and it was put like over in a hutch, and there happened to be an open spot on the table. So I saw this beautiful piece, and I took it, and I put it on that table. Within five minutes, somebody noticed it, and they hadn't noticed it where it was at originally. Right. Exactly. So I, exactly. a lot of times, I think, you know, yeah, it's it may be where you're putting an item. You know, uh, if you can put it in the right spot and the right person comes through, then you've got a, you know, a really great sale right there. Yeah, 
and that's, and that's an one that's the reason to have that's another reason to have an estate sale company they know that and it, right. it's non-stop yes. the minute you open to the minute you close when something sells out on the main main thoroughfare or somewhere that where people gather the first thing you do is you find something else nice and you're continuously moving it you know if it doesn't yes. sell here you move it and it'll sell somewhere else yeah we've and seen that over and over and i know all the companies do do that yeah and that's a good segue into our next little section here on knowledge you know it's the it's the company's knowledge on how to make something sell or how to present something that's not very presentable to get it to be able to sell you know and as tammy was saying her knowledge of knowing to get it out of that cabinet and getting out where the sunlight would hit it would make it be more presentable and there again the item of soul mm -hmm. so it's knowledge on how to present something knowledge on how to organize something knowledge on how to just basically get things together where people can see what's what you know get your like colors together get your your all your clothing together in one area get your glassware together in one area your furniture together in one area it's just knowing where and how to put this stuff in the right area so um knowledge is very important when it comes to stay sales so um so well, once we get these things staged and we get them uh, out where people can see them and know how we're doing how do we come up with the price pricing is very important you know if you have a, a yard sale you might price something for 50 cents dollar two dollars and you have an estate sale that same 50 cent dollar two dollar item could be five dollars ten dollars or fifty dollars because it all depends on how you price it and how you present it and your knowledge because uh, well just just take for example we had a we had a state sale where this girl she basically had no knowledge of coins her father was a very a big coin collector she had no knowledge of them and she opened a safe and she just stood there and says looked at him she says there's nothing in there just sell it well if we didn't have some sort of knowledge about what the coin values are and what was in there we would have just gave that stuff away but we was going through it and we found 22 two ounce gold pesos mexican pesos we took them and sold them and brought the lady back 133,000 in cash for her pesos her her dog dropped just like 10 when we told her i said that was in that safe you said there was nothing in there to sell she said, oh, I had no idea. So knowledge of what is valuable and what is not valuable is very, very good. And knowing how to price that. So but we brought her the price back. So, and when it comes to pricing, you know. That was, I was just going to say, that's a compliment with you all, knowing, though, what to do, like, you know, where to take those to sell them. And give exactly. that kind of money right. for her. Right. Right. So, and when, when it comes to pricing things, uh, how do you determine the fair market value of something? Well, we've been in the business, you know, for so many years. We're pushing 20 years. And uh, you just learn it. But uh, I think the more important part is we're in a really unique area here. 
like if you're in Elizabethan and near North Carolina, right on the border up there, and if you have the same modem there, you wouldn't have the same price on it that you would have in Johnson City or Kingsport or Bristol. Uh, because some, like if I'm in Elizabethan and I have Blue Ridge Pottery, I can get more money out of my Blue Ridge Pottery there than I can in other areas because the company where it was made was just right up the street from Elizabethan. So there's things like that and a lot of variables that can um, determine, you know, what you can get out of the merchandise. Right, 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 right. And, you know, when it comes to pricing items, we try to find a fair market value for every item. You know, the family can look at a, their sofa that they've had 20 years, and in their eyes, that sofa is brand new, and right. they want the same amount of money back for it they paid for it. And in actuality, that sofa is 20 years old. And it's not as valuable as it was when they first bought it. So you have to balance that out and find a, a fair area that would both please the owner and please the customer. And you come up with a fair market value for that item. Okay. And when you do that, you can actually increase the price and get more for it. But still, yet have it at a lower price where people feel like they're getting a bargain for doing that and buying that item. So um, it's just it's, it's kind of a juggling act to try to figure out the price in there because you got to include your knowledge of what the item is. You got to include the customer and try to get the customer most money for the item. But you still yet got to be able to give the customer, the purchasing customer, not the customer client that you're working for but the purchasing customer you got to give them a good value too because 90 percent of them are going to be reselling it and if you price it at a top retail value then they're not going to be making no money and they're not going to be coming to your pay sale and you know but you want to be able to make sure that the customer your client customer is being represented and has the ability to make some money too because it is their stuff and it's a fine line walking on that there so pricing is very important so if you don't do the next item it really doesn't matter if you price well or not if you don't know how to advertise and advertising is a very important segment here and we have an expert advertising person with us miss tammy here she advertises every week for all the different companies in town so she she's probably has a good knowledge on this advertising, where to and how to and what to do about it. So what's your thought on advertising, Miss Tammy? Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you all uh, for those kind, sweet words. The uh, advertising really is key to, you know, uh, once you've sorted your, your items in your house, you know, once an estate sale company comes in and sorts and stages and you process it, you've got to get word out so that all kinds of people will be coming to your sales. And me personally, I think you can't go wrong by advertising in estatesales.net, estatesales.com. Um, I believe with estatesales.net, you have to pay. Uh, I'm not sure how much money you know, they have different packages, um, but um, uh, those are the, the two really the biggest ways to get out for advertising, along with advertising on your own business uh, Facebook page. Then I 
also go into these uh, estate sale companies pages and I pull and I share them in my personal group that I have um, 4,700 and some members. And some people also advertise with their local newspaper uh, because there are actually people out here that do not do the, the digital, the social media. And also, I've been advertising in another app called Nextdoor. That allows me to let people in the neighborhoods around here know. Maybe people that don't do Facebook. So there are a whole lot of ways. Oh, and people also use signs besides advertising all these ways. They put out a sign to let people that are just driving by know where these sales are. So there are a whole lot of different ways to go. Yeah. And as Farrell says, we've been, we've been doing estate sales for almost 20 years now. And we use basically everything you said there. Didn't we? we advertise in you know, estatesales.net, estatesales.org. We use our Facebook page. We use our mailing list, which is very important. So when these companies ask you to sign up yes. for their mailing list, there's a reason they're asking you to sign up for their mailing list because they want you to be able to know what is coming up from their particular cell. And they'll send you a personal invite every week to come to their cell. So when they ask you to sign up, please sign up on their list. And that's very important. We use newspapers. It's it just, um, you know, there's really no end of what you can do to advertise. So and anything I missed there, Daryl, about advertising? You have hit it. Tammy hit it great. I think the only thing that yes. I was going to mention that she didn't was the um, our um, email list. That is very valuable to us, and all companies have them. And that's like gold for them because they know these 500, 1,000 people that signed up for this are serious buyers that like to come to their estate sale. So you definitely want them to know about it. And, um, yeah, creative marketing is the key to any successful estate sale yes yeah so and speaking of advertising tammy speaking of advertising is there any sales coming up this week um absolutely well the, the, actually this week since it is still holidays the uh, there are three three auctions and two of them are two of them are what i call in-person auctions uh-huh they are um Friday night, let's see, tomorrow, Friday, December the 29th, at 6 o'clock, there is one called Hammer Time Auto Auctions. And they do auto, they, they auction vehicles every single Friday night. And they try to include like a list or pictures on their website. So that's going on tomorrow. That's in Johnson City. That is, they're located at 2106 East Main Street. And then also on on Saturday, on December 30th at 5 o'clock, you can go down to 109 Inca Drive, Mount Carmel, Tennessee, where Gibson Auctions will be holding another in-person auction. And there are all kinds of pictures on their webpage, their their Facebook group, and then I've included it in my estate sale group. But Gibson Auctions, you can go. They're, they're going to hold a, an auction at 5 o'clock, and they're going to do a preview and a registration process Saturday at 3. And then there is one online auction going on 
Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights at 7 with Pickers Auction. So you can do that right from the comfort of your own home, right from your computer or your phone. You just have to be registered ahead of time to bid with Pickers. Okay, great. Now, uh, next week, everybody, next week, look out because the estate sales will be starting back. Okay. So the, the Hammer Time auction, the auto auction, is that open to the general public or only to dealers? It, it is open to the general public, from what I know. Yes. Okay. That's great. I didn't know we had a. So, I didn't know we had an auto auction open to the yeah. public. That's great. Now, is is Kimball Sterling having a New Year's Day auction this year? Um, not that I know of. Okay. Uh, if I if there is one, one, I'm not. Aware. I think he is, but I'm, he has not started promoting it heavily yet. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Ooh, okay. This is a yearly tradition for him. Yeah, he's, he's done it every year for numerous, numerous years. So, yeah. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm sure okay, if right. he does one, it's probably, it'll be fantastic. And if they, if his daughters uh, put it on their page, I will definitely be including it in my group page. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you, Tammy. That's very informative. Informative. Can you talk there today? So, um, our next little topic we're going to be talking about is running the cell. Why do you need an estate cell company to run your cell? Okay. There, are you going to take that one? Well, let's just go back one little step, but I want to update Tammy on something here. I just looked it up. He's having his um, Kimball Sterling on New Year's Day. We'll be having his uh, 30th annual auction on new year's day uh, and it will be uh yes january the first of 24 and it will be uh preview at 10 and it will start at 11 a.m oh wow okay. and this is taking place he's doing it on site in his gallery and for those that don't know where that is that's at 125 west market street in johnson city Okay. And uh, hey, he put it. that up, but he says photos are coming soon. So he's running just a little bit behind getting it up, but it will be a fantastic auction. Great, great. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for oh, for letting me know and all the wonderful people watching. Sure. Yes, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Well, when it comes to running a sale, an auction company needs basically the same thing that an estate sale company needs to run a sale, and that's people. And when a person is wanting to have a sale and to run a sale, that's one of the reasons they need to hire an estate sale company is because most estate sale companies have the staffing that's necessary to uh, come in and run the sale. And that will help control loss of inventory, theft, and actually promote sales because the people can help people get their items to the counter to be checked out and empty their hands so they can be able to find more items without having being burned out with uh, all these different items in their hands. So um, running a sale is very important when it comes to the state sale company. You got any thoughts on that, Daryl? You hit the nail on the head with that one. Okay. Sounds good. So. So the next item would be clean up and packing up. Okay, if a if a, a person doesn't really 
um, hiring a state cell company to do their cell, then they're going to be burdened with going in and cleaning up the mess, packing up the things, getting it ready for for charities or pick up people, whoever does that. And that can be kind of a devastating to a family to have to go in there and pack their family's items up and basically do away with them. It's not like a final buy. And it's really hard on the family. So when a, a family hires a company to come in, then they're taking that burden off of them of disposing of their parents' items or their family's items or whatever. And the state sale company can actually come in and do that for you. And that's part of the contract and part of the things they negotiate is cleanup and packing up of the sale, which it's a relief for the family actually to allow that to carry on. So that is a really good reason, if nothing else, to have an estate sale company is to do the final disposal of the items of your parent families, which is kind of hard to do. So that is one of the great things to do. So uh, that being said, um, anything else you want to add there, Tammy Darrell? Well, now, like the when you're saying like the final clean out, um, some I guess ultimately it's really up to the the client if they want to have their items donated or um, so I guess or maybe somebody might even offer to come in and buy you all out or buy buy the company. Like, you know, you you know what I meant. Like, come in and offer an amount. For the items left and uh, uh, as long as the homeowner is okay with that or the client that hires the company then you could also go that route and you wouldn't have to either you know don't you or, or they can donate items too i guess but there are kind of options right to, that's why it is good to use an estate sale company right. Right. so you know that way you know what needs to happen with your items and that, that's a good point you brought up there. One of the things the state sale companies can do, they can handle that clean out. You know, if they have a clean out company who comes or they have a charities coming, they can oversee that clean out and make sure it's done right and make sure the house is left in a good order versus, you know, just the family just packing it up and getting disgusted and letting it go. Because they have the state sale companies usually have the names and phone numbers of charities and or buyout people. And there's always a list they could provide for you. They have the names and numbers of, of um, trash dumpster people. They know where all the recycled places are. They know where all the dump sites are. You know, there's a numerous thing that they can do to help a family out when it comes to that. Because it is very taxing and very exhausting on the family to have to go through an estate sale and yes. get rid of their parents' stuff. So it, yes. it takes a great burden off of them to be able to do that. So, you know, that's one of the, a great reason why you need to have a company doing your state sale versus you doing it yourself. So, okay. So, and you know, uh, Dwayne, uh, one thing that we heard over and over, probably from at least 80% of our customers, our clients, mm -hmm. and I know other companies hear the same thing. Uh, when the family calls you, normally within the first minute they're on the phone, they always tell you, I'm so overwhelmed. overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. What can you do to help me? So at that point, they thought, you know, I can do this. I can sell it. But once they start it, you know, they've worked two weeks there trying to 
get it started and they haven't even got nothing done yet because they don't know where to start. That's right. And they cannot wait to tell you how appreciative they are if you do your job right. If you do what they hired you to do, they are the most appreciative people you would ever work with. That's true. That's true. Because, like I said, they, when they look at it, it's just it's so exhausting to them because every closet's full, every cabinet's full. It just they just don't know where to start, and they just walk in, and and time they go through the personal papers and things like that, they're just their mind's blown. It's like, where do we, what do we do with this stuff? You know. And that's where the company comes in there along with their knowledge of all the places, all the things, how to stage, how to clean, how to do all this. It really takes a great burden off them to be able to do that. So, but, um, with, without this next thing, it's really kind of useless to do having a state sale company. I hate to say that, but if a company doesn't have recognition, recognition is very important for state sale companies. And that's why companies need to have their mailing list. They need to be well known in the area. They need to, you know, not be a, a Johnny Come Lately just pop up company that you know that really doesn't have any recognition. Because a company will draw in a group of people to their sale that would probably never even come to your house if they didn't know there was a state sale there. So with their knowledge or and recognition or mailing list or even uh, their Facebook accounts. Their websites and then along with the state sales.com and things they have great recognition and you want a company who has recognition to be doing your sales so it's very important to have a company with recognition so and tammy's very good at that showing recognition for different companies and getting getting their names out there and you know tell them what's going on so they she's very involved in the recognition of these companies and we applaud her for doing that for us yes we do yeah so, so, any other topics you all want to talk about there before we approach our final topic here tonight? Well, let's start out with Miss Tammy. Tammy, um, maybe uh, what, what you were to, to kind of touch base on what you were saying about the, the family was overwhelmed. I I can I I was there. I, I know my myself firsthand when a, a year ago at this time I, my my last parent my daddy had passed away in july of 2022 and so uh and my sister my younger sister passed in 2014 so it was and my mom had passed in 2021 so it all fell to me to go into their their apartment their home of 40 some 50 years whatever and i went in there and i know what you all are talking about about the personal papers and everything was personal because it was my family belongings so i had uh, you know the the privilege and the honor and also all the emotions of going into their apartment and packing up and then putting it in boxes and you know deciding okay i'm going to bring a lot of items to my home uh there's items i'm going to be i had a, a great big a, a lot of section to donate i also held a few little sales where people could come in uh and buy some of their things and i sold some furniture and clothing and some whatnots but it was a very uh, a, a very emotional time and right. and i did i i had and i i did it all by myself except toward the very end when i had my 
my husband come one day to help pack some items. And then I had Goodwill come. And I had boxed everything up for Goodwill. And they came and took a whole lot. And then um, Tom, Tom Williams had got some uh, two guys to come, and actually three. And they brought the items that I was going to keep from the apartment to here so I didn't have to pay anything. And I, I thank Tom for doing that for me. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's true. So, uh, and how long did it take you? Yes. How long did it take you before you actually finished it? Um, the program, yes, um, thank you. Um, I started, I went over to my parents' apartment uh, a couple of days after my daddy passed. So probably the middle, uh, well, the middle of July, I, I had everything cleaned out of that apartment by the end of December last year so and, and i did not go on weekends i would go try to do what i could through the week sometimes i was there four hours sometimes six hours and i was and, and i had a lot of trash like you were talking about i had a lot a lot of trash that i would bag up and i took it out and i did it all by myself carried it out put it in my car drove it to the dumpster so yeah I, I, but it but you know the feeling afterward it made me feel so good to know my parents would have been so proud of me because i'm the one i went through everything and and saw it and touched it i have no regrets for me yeah, yeah. right but a lot of people couldn't have handled that because they would have been no. crying daily they would have been very emotional and i and i know you were yes. i know a few times i'm talking with you yes. chatting you were very emotional and uh if they had hired an estate sale company, you know, you could have, if you'd had an estate sale company, they would have come in, they would have worked probably a week, had a sale, and it would have been over. So a lot of people right. that's not as strong as you are, that is an easy way out for them is to hire that estate sale company. Mm -hmm. You yeah. get that in a week and oh, it's yes. over. Right. 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 And that's a good segue to our last little section here is peace of mind. Most families who hire an estate sale company, the first thing they say to us when they sign the contract is, a burden has been lifted off my shoulders now. I can relax. They hand us the keys. They walk away. They know that within a week, two weeks at the most, the house will be cleaned out. It will be settled. They can do go through probate with their information they have from the receipts and things. And it just takes a humongous burden off their shoulders. So as Tammy's... Tammy said she basically carried the burden herself, which is commendable to do if you're able to do that. But a lot of families can't do that due to work and, and you know, and extenuating circumstances of being out of town, different places. And they're just overwhelmed. And when they sign a contract and they give you the keys, they can say, I can breathe, I can breathe easy now because I know it's going to be taken care of. And it just, yes. it's over. And it's a final closure for them, which is actually very good. And we've heard that so many times, so many times, so many times. You know, it's you guys took a burden off of me. You know, and it's so rewarding to be able to help a family do that. So, okay. So, well, guys, I think we've covered a, a lot of little topics here tonight. Um, hopefully, someone's got some information that they can use if they're wanting to or on the fence row about trying to decide whether or not to have a company help them or try to do it on their own. Um, 
we would recommend that you, you have a company, but you know, if you feel you can do it on your own, that's, that's your prerogative. But uh, I think it'd be a lot easier if you would go with the company. Uh, any closing thoughts from any of you guys on anything we talked about tonight? Well, Dwayne, like you said, uh, I know with a couple other companies that I know personally and even with our company, people started to do the process and they worked a couple weeks into it and said, I can't do it no more. Then they called and the first thing they say is, I wished I had called you sooner. Mm -hmm. I wished I'd called sooner. Right. And I know other companies have heard the same thing many times. Mm -hmm. But the one misconception is when the families walk through, they never think there's much trash there. No. When you tell them, we're going to need a dumpster here, they're going to say, but for what? There's not that much trash. There is hidden. We know what to look for. And we know what's trash and what's not just by looking. And we can walk through a house and say, okay, we're going to need a dumpster or we're going to need a half a dumpster. But, uh, but yeah, families can't, they can't recognize that. I bet, and like you said, Tammy, you had a lot of trash, didn't you? And just to, to walk in the house, you wouldn't have known yes. that when you started. I mean, it was hidden. It was in closets. Well, well I, I kind of did it. Did you? Yes. Well, you did a fabulous job with your, fam with your family. Yeah. So, okay, guys. Well, oh, appreciate you guys doing this tonight. Sweet. I, I was, I was just going to say real quick there uh, to you, Dwayne and Daryl, what, what happens to uh, if people find, like, like let's say they hire an estate sale company and the estate sale company finds personal information like banking and, and social oh, security cards and all that. Oh, question. Yes. Great question. Great question. So, Daryl, you want to handle that or you want me to take it? Sure. What, what happens? What happens? Okay, what we do is if they want us to, if it's something really important that we feel, we'll call the family and say, hey, we have found this. Is this something that you would like for us to keep? And they always say yes. So at that point, we find a, a closet or somewhere and anything personal we find, we always box it up and put it in a closet and lock it off for the sale. That way they have the opportunity of going through it and seeing if they really want to keep it at the one, the one final time. Right. Right, because a lot of times they're just overwhelmed and they just don't know to look for debit cards or credit cards or bank statements and they don't know what to throw away and what to shred and, and what to keep and what's, what law requires them to keep because, you know, some, certain things have to be kept for seven years, certain things have to be kept for 10 years, certain things like that, and they don't know. And like Daryl said, they're overwhelmed. Because they've been doing it and they, they get tunnel vision and they start throwing trying to get out of there. And it's not a good situation when they start tunnel vision and start throwing stuff. So it's good for them to step back and let a company come in who, who's used to dealing with it, who knows how to sort, who knows what to look for, where to look for it because they, families hide stuff. Families hide stuff. We found $1,700 one time in a dust liner of a dresser. That the family had no idea was there. It was it was seventeen one hundred dollar bills. We pulled it up and put into oh. the rail of the dresser. The drawer slid in. They pushed it down and slid the money under it. So families don't think about mm -hmm. looking in these places for stuff. They just go through thinking, "Oh my, what a mess!" Mm -hmm. And they just walk away. And so 
overwhelmed and burdened with these situations and not know what to do. And it's better to have a third party come in who is neutral, who is not attached emotionally and physically to this site, who can help you clean out and organize and be ready for yourself. Yes. Yeah. You may, it may cost you a little bit, a percentage of what the sale is to have the sale. But in the long run, what you're going to gain is going to be well worth it because you're going to get a greater value for the items you're selling. You're going to get the knowledge of that person to help stage it, present it. You're going to be able to get their knowledge on, on what to throw away, what to keep, what to shred. And you're going to have the, the peace of mind knowing that if they find jewelry or or bank statements or money, that they're going to file it away and keep it for you. And you can go through it at a later time yourself. And we found all that stuff in ourselves. We found tour. Yeah. We found money. We found personal items. We found paper that didn't know was there. And they're just totally overwhelmed when they come in and say, where'd you find that at? We thought we took all the money out of here. Yeah. Oh, you didn't do it this time. Right. And then we, there was a, an old, a pile of dirty socks. Dirty socks. We ignored the whole time. And then at the end of the, before we started to sell, I got a trash bag. And started picking up those socks to throw them away, and they had hidden guns in the socks. So the Pistol. socks had guns in them. Pistols in them. Pistols, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's you've got to pick up everything and handle everything, and make sure you find it. Yeah. Yeah. They had they had an old box spring to mattress in the basement, and they had all these clothes scattered around the box spring to mattress. Yeah. And then they had socks under the mattress, and when we pulled the socks out. They were guns. There were pistols inside the socks, or they slid them in there to keep them safe and hid them under mattress. So you never know what, never know what or where they hid stuff. So there's a great reason to have an estate sale company. So, and the greatest joy of this is when you meet the family afterwards and submit them with their check and their uh, listings at the top of things they sold. And what they brought, and you just see the tears in their eyes of, uh, you know, how they feel so relieved, and they're just so happy that it went that well. Right. That's uh, that's always the payday for us, seeing them that happy. Right. And the the lady that yes. we found the gold coins for, she was a single mother. She was all by herself because both her parents had passed away. She was working a job. She was in the best of health. Right. And she was just totally run down. And when we gave her that check for that huge amount of money from the coins and from her estate sale, you could just see she was just so excited, yeah. so jubilant over the fact that she had that much money found. She had money in her hands. She didn't have to worry about where her light bills would come from or her groceries would come from. Because that money was there. Mm -hmm. and it was it was just so rewarding. To be Absolutely. Able to give her yeah. And she was so overwhelmed. It was exciting. Mm -hmm. And one last note for me, that was I promise. Wonderful. This is my last uh, comment of the evening. Uh, yes. Uh, and even though right now we're not currently practicing real estate agents like we have been in the past, we have sold, we have got buyers for houses during the estate sale just by talking to the customers that's interested and been able to sell a house for the family the day after our estate sale was over. That's happened, oh gosh, I could count it over and over and over that we've been able to help the client. They were getting ready to put it on the market and boom, we already had a buyer for them before it started. 
Yeah. So it's yeah. like a big three day open house for the customer. Wow. For the client. Yes, that's great. Absolutely. That's phenomenal, isn't it? It yeah, is. It is. Yes, and that's, you're exactly right. A lot of people come through, and that's one of the things a lot of people will ask is the home for sale. And right, that right. is a, a great big plus for the client, the company. Yes. Right. So I love it. There are a lot of advantages to using an estate sale company. There is. It is. It is. So, okay, guys, uh, I think we've covered this topic pretty good today. Um, you guys don't forget to like and subscribe to our videos right. as we bring them out. You know, there'll be more and more information on why you need to stay so companies, what kind of company you need to hire. I mean, we have got a slew of topics to bring towards you guys to help you to, you know, be able to make these informed decisions. Tammy's going to have great information coming up in the coming weeks over where the sales are coming in. Right. Because we're heading to the state sale season, you know, people are gearing up to get rid of their stuff. So there'll be lots of numerous sales out there. Um, so please hit the like button. Please subscribe. You know, because without your likes and without your subscriptions, we're not going to be able to carry on. So we ask you to hit like and subscribe. And it's just the two little buttons at the bottom. And we thank you very much. So any, any final words from me, guys? Anything else? Well, just that uh, be sure to tune into this one. And next week, we hope to have a very exciting guest next week, uh, owners of an estate sale company that you all will thoroughly enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, they're very entertaining. And uh, so be sure to tune into both those shows and and you will enjoy them. Yeah. Tammy? Absolutely. You guys anything you yeah, want to say? We, we, uh, we have a lot of fun. Yes, we have a lot of fun doing this and getting the information out to all of you. So please make sure that you do click like and subscribe. Thank yes, you. And, yes, and support all your local estate sale companies. Yes, that's very important. Absolutely. Without them, without them, we wouldn't be here to help you guys. That's right. Thank you guys. Have a great Absolutely. week. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye, Thank you. <laughs>
Soundstripe.